Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 9th of December, which is the 343rd day of 2019. In 22 days, we'll say hello to 2020. Tonight and for the next few nights, look to the southeast sky as the planet Mars and the bright star Zubinel Genubi hunker up and steadily draw close in conjunction with one another. Tomorrow night, low in the western evening sky, Venus and Saturn will be less than two degrees apart. And the day after is the birthday of Annie Jump Cannon, born in 1863 in Delaware. Annie, along with several other famous women astronomers, would become known as one of the Harvard Computers, so named because they helped develop the Stellar Classification System. Thursday at 12 minutes after midnight, we will have the full moon of December, known as the Cold Moon, the Long Night Moon, and the Moon Before Yule. Today, in 1992, Marines arrived in Somalia and launched an amphibious attack on Mogadishu under the code name Operation Restore Hope. A civil war had been raging in Somalia since the late 1980s when dictator Siad Barre had begun to face significant resistance to his ruling the country. By the early 1990s, the conflict had led to a complete breakdown in civil order and subsequently a humanitarian disaster throughout the country. The United States responded to this by authorizing a military action to create a humanitarian corridor in southern Somalia. In this instance, the United Nations effort was led by the United States via Operation Restore Hope. After a contingent of Pakistani peacekeepers were killed during the operation, the United Nations changed the scope of the deployment, authorizing all necessary measures to protect and guarantee aid deliveries to the entire country. What followed in October 1993, in this environment of ever-escalating tensions, coincident with an increase in military deployment to Somalia, was the infamous Black Hawk Down incident in Mogadishu, where 18 American soldiers were killed and a Black Hawk helicopter was shot down by rebel factions. United Nations operations in Somalia lasted until 1995. In the almost quarter century since then, one of the major struggles in Somalia is with anarchy, and thus with the frustrated efforts to establish an effectively humane government while coping with the collapsed economy resulting from the country's disastrous civil war. Especially over the course of the past couple of decades, we here in Down East Maine have become familiar with the severity of the unrest in Somalia because since February 2001, when the first Somali refugees began appearing in Portland and then Lewiston, those two cities alone have gained over 10,000 ethnic Somali inhabitants. In a recent article published by the Christian Science Monitor, author Cynthia Anderson tells us the Somalis who have settled in Maine were motivated by, quote, a lower cost of living than that of the large cities where the federal government had first settled Somali refugees. Moving to the extreme northeast was their choice, close quote.
Anderson also comments that although Maine vies for first place as the whitest state in the nation and the state with the oldest average age resident, Somalis have believed the Pine Tree State also offers safety and ready access to services. The influx of Somalis to Maine should cause us all to pause for a moment, if only to contemplate the most salient feature of that influx, the fact that it has occurred because of displacement brought about elsewhere on the planet. That general issue is one infusing the UN Climate Summit in Madrid, which will run for a fortnight, having begun this past Monday and concluding next Monday. From the conference's webpage at un.org, that's UN for United Nations.org, we find this preliminary message. Taking place from 2 to 16 December in Madrid, the conference comes at a time when new data shows the climate emergency is getting worse every day and is impacting people's lives everywhere, whether from extreme heat, air pollution, wildfires, intensified flooding, or droughts, close quote. Left with not much getting done with respect to reducing our carbon footprint, the human race, we are told, can look forward to mass migrations on a scale hitherto not seen in any historical record. And what of the efforts that many folks, despite the climate deniers, are making? The strides in bringing renewable energy sources into the picture, the growing consciousness of the benefits of sustainable endeavors that favor the planet instead of fight it, what do we do with those positive aspects in face of so many negative ones, including the two major oil corporations in the world, Exxon and Shell, planning on another decade of oil extraction? We cannot be disheartened. Consider one of Winston Churchill's rallying cries. Success is the ability to move from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. Today is the birthday of Isor Danielovich Dembski, who would become actor Kirk Douglas, born in Amsterdam, New York, the son of a Russian immigrant father in 1916. Today is also the birthday in 1922 of John Elroy Sanford, born in St. Louis, Missouri, although he spent part of his youth in Harlem, New York, where he became friends with a small-time crook named Malcolm Little. Sanford would go on to become the actor Red Fox, and Little went on to fame as Malcolm X. Today, as well as the birthday of Bow Bridges in 1941, of John Malkovich in 1953, and of Donny Osmond in 1957. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to a fine mid-December morning. <laughs>